It is just a joy to be here. It is now time for Straight Talk. Yeah, the number to call in, 877-795-0122. The point of Straight Talk is to start up a conversation, an opportunity for listeners to call in with questions about the faith or ask questions, comment on things that are happening in our world today. And that's a, that's a wide-open subject there. Uh, important to... Uh, to remind you, remind our listeners of the number, 877-795-0122. You can also join us on Facebook. If you've got questions and comments, just drop us a note on Facebook. Use that social media platform. We certainly welcome and encourage that. And uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you this morning. Father, we've got a, a, a great lineup of questions, I believe, today. Yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully we'll get a few phone calls here and have an opportunity to have some good discussion and kind of see where things go here. And like like I said, it comes from a, a variety of sources. You know, we want to look at uh, what it's like, what people are looking for, what people are questions that people have. Uh, you know, one thing, Mark, that I think uh, is, is good for us just to kind of consider is um, what are what are some of the gifts of of the Holy Spirit, um, and, how, and how do we know that the, the Holy Spirit's working in our lives? And maybe this can kind of just start a conversation. I, I think so often, you know, our parish is named after the Holy Spirit, and we often don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Like, we, we talk to God the Father, we talk to Jesus, and the Holy Spirit's difficult sometimes. And I think to start, we just ask the Holy Spirit to be with us during these times of conversation and, and see where God might lead us. Uh, and I think the Holy Spirit's tugging on a few hearts um, of students here at Totus Tuis. Um, we've got a couple of our young ladies that are here today, um, and they're going to actually start our, our our, our question time here. Um, so we're going to get one of them online and uh, ask that they would just introduce themselves, say what their name is, what grade they're in, and we'll see what kind of question they have for me today. I'm Ella and I'm in sixth grade and my question is why did they put the um, crown of thorns on Jesus? Oh, that's a great question, Ella. Why did they put the crown of thorns on Jesus? You know, Ella, um, Jesus um, uh, was was called the the king, okay, and and when one wears a crown, okay, their 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 kingship, you know, king of the Jews, you know, it was was often something that was thrown at him. So that that crowning of thorns was was one to to add to his suffering and his pain and his hurt, but it's also to remind us that that in that suffering, like Dan talked about today, um, that that our kingship um, as as sons and daughters of God can be found in the crowning of suffering. Um, it's a remarkable thing, and I think. Maybe next time, Ella, you're in the, in the church, when you look up at the crucifix, um, you'll see that crown on Jesus' head. Um, and, and to reflect on all the suffering that Jesus went through and that he's the king of your life. So that crown reminds us of his kingship and that he wants to be the king of your life. Is that helpful? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's a very good question. Very good question. Yeah, so we got one more Totus Tuus member here, um, and we're going to have her introduce herself and let her shoot a, a, one of her questions that she might have for us. I'm Myla Flatley, and... Um, I'm going into fourth grade, and um, I want to know why, how long you're going to be a priest. How long I'm going to be a priest? Well, forever. You know, one of the things about being a priest is it's called a vocation. And a vocation means that, that God calls us to something. And, and some are called to be priests, some are called to be married, some are called to be religious sisters. Um, and a vocation isn't really a job. It's, it's, it's a whole life. So I'll never end being a priest. Just like um, your mom and dad who are married. They'll be married till death do them part. All right, all the way to the end. And that's the same for my life as a priest. Um, I might, it might look different. You know, your mom and dad might retire from their jobs, but they're still your parents and they're still husband and 
in life. And same with me as a priest. Like maybe one day I won't be a pastor, um, but I'm still always a priest. Um, that's, that's my whole life. Um, and, and, and that's the way the vocation of priesthood works. It's, it's so beautiful. So priesthood and marriage are very similar in that way. This isn't my job. It's actually the way in which God has called me to live my life in the world. Um, does, that, does that help you a little bit? Yeah. Does that make sense? Awesome. Awesome. Great, great question. It's yes. great to have you here. You guys go back to class and go learn some more. All right. God Th- bless you. This is Straight Talk, and it's Real Presence Radio Live. Please call in this morning at 877-795-0122. That is our phone number. We'll get you on the air and hopefully answer your questions. In fact, we will. Yeah, yeah and do we, do, we have a, do we have a phone call out we there? We do have a phone call. Father Ryan. Oh, my goodness. Makes me a little nervous. Uh, this, this could be an interesting question. Morning, Father Ryan. Good morning, you guys. Yes, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. Oh man, it's good to have you, you online. Doing I, a great job. Welcome to the Real Presence Radio family. Yeah, I, I appreciate I appreciate that, Ryan. Um, it's it's great to have you online. This is my first show, and uh, maybe after I'm done, you can give me some good pointers. I, I can always give you good pointers. You know, that's what brothers do. You know. Yeah, I know, and it's hard to take advice from your younger brother. <laughs> right. Now, now for for our listeners. Well, yeah. <laughs> For our listeners this morning on Real Presence Radio, we have we have to uh, back up here two steps and introduce you a little more formally, uh, Father Ryan and Father Brandon, or brothers. And you both, if I have this right in my notes, you're both from Ely, correct? Yeah, that's correct. We both grew up in Ely. So you're, you're, you're both northeastern Minnesota uh, boys, and uh, it is a pleasure to be, be, part of you, be part of you here and part of the radio family here. Um, and I know both of you very well because uh, Father Ryan, from formerly from Hibbing, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, I attended over there for a number of years and now yeah. over here in Virginia. So uh, it, it's just a, it's a pleasure to be here with you folks. You're great. It's great to be here with you, Mark. So, yeah, and I, like to, I like to tell people, Father Brandon's the older one, but I've been a priest longer. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, he outranks uh, me in the family, and I say I outrank him in the church. <laughs> God bless you, man. <laughs> Listen, I got a question, though. I, got, yep. I, got a, I, got a, I think I got a good one for you. Mm-hmm. Go so, ahead. Bring on. I know, Father Brandon, that you guys have put on an adoration chapel that you, you designed and yeah. Kind of built or remodeled for an adoration chapel in your parish, and it's it's been there for a while now. So it's kind of twofold. Like, what is the impact that you're seeing from having a, a distinguished adoration chapel, and what's the impact on the parish? And then, how can the laity help bring an adoration chapel to their own parish? Yeah, it's such a good question. I it's I, I think it's one of you know I've been here in Virginia at Holy Spirit for five years, and and I think if someone asked me, you know, what are what are some of the things that I look back at that I'm, I'm most grateful that, that we've done here at the parish? It's, it's probably Adoration Chapel. And we, we established that probably three or four, gosh, four years ago. Uh, one of the first things when I, when I came here is we, we built a little chapel, um, called it the Divine Mercy Chapel, and created this beautiful environment, took some of the old pieces from the old churches in Virginia, and, and just turned this into a beautiful place of prayer. Um, and one of the things that I find at our parish now is after having done this for four years is people are encouraged in their faith when they stop by in the middle of the day and they see three or four other people sitting in there praying. You know, we can sit at home and we can pray and that's beautiful, but there's something encouraging about walking in before the Lord and you have other people all around you praying, <laughs> um, young and old, and there's this consistency of prayer. And, and for our parishioners to know, there's people praying constantly in our chapel for our parish and for our community. Um, it's, it's kind of a, a light in the darkness. Um, it's a place of hope, a place of encouragement. And uh, I think people's prayer life is just going deeper. Um, you know, and, and that, 
they're learning how to be still. We live in a, such a busy, busy culture where trying to sit and be quiet for a half hour, like, my gosh, people think that's crazy. And I see people slowing down, being with the Lord, and then they can hear the voice of God. And then they can start having conversations about faith and, and encouraging each other. Um, so I, does, does that make sense, Ryan, Father Ryan? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I kind of anticipated. And, you know, I see that just in when we do adoration during Lent or Advent, but that dedicated space brings the consistency that would seem. Eh? Yeah, it's, it's just consistent. And, and I, one, I love seeing, the, like, the church is multi-generational. Um, and it, there's something for me when I stop in there and I sit down and there's a 17-year-old high school kid next to me and a 97-year-old faithful prayer warrior that's been praying for the church for 90 years. And, like, you see the whole church right there. Lots of times we have youth group and then we've got, you know, like, ministry for our widows. And, and the Adoration Chapel brings the whole church together. Um, and, and it's so beautiful. And, it, and I think the young people are inspired by the older generation and the older generation inspired by the younger generation and i think that's where it happens the most is right there in that adoration chapel um and i love seeing what can the lady do to bring it to their own parish then yeah how can they help father or help the parish make a decision or make it make it possible yeah i mean and and one in order to right in order to do it you need people that are willing to pray (laughs) you know like you can't just open an adoration chapel you got people that are going to commit so i think one like you have to pray about it and say lord like give us the desire in our parish to 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 have this and then i think we have to talk to our priests um have you know maybe just a little group of people that have organized and and what kind of space could we do and how what days are is this going to be open and 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 get excited about it and don't get overwhelmed about the practicals you know like sometimes i think people just get totally overwhelmed with the practicals we have to be practical people but yet we have to have hope and say let's do this and 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 once you you inspire people and bring it out um and and invite other people i i i I, there's some people that just they've prayed in adoration chapels their whole lives and then you say hey come to the adoration chapel and people don't understand it and so i think the laity need to invite people to have the experience and then capture their hearts and i think you're twofold there you're exactly right on i mean it's it's a twofold question because first there's power in prayer and we know that and then it's that invitation it's that invitation to join and feel welcome and, and encouraged and so uh, this is Straight Talk on Real Presence Radio. Thanks, guys. And, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks, Father Ryan. God bless. Have a good day. Yeah, numbers, God bless you, Mark. God bless you, Father Brandon. Thank you. Right, yeah. yep. Our number to call okay. in if you have a question is 877-795-0122. That's our phone number this morning. We encourage you to call in with your question, uh, whatever it might be today. Yeah, it's great to be able to talk to my brother a little bit. Um, I, it's funny, we're only an hour away, and we're both, you know, uh, and I, living I, priesthood, but I, I don't see him too often, and yeah. so it's good just even if it takes the radio for us to chat a little bit. Um, and I neglected to mention that he is also a co-host on uh, Real Presence Radio right. here um, with uh, Father... Uh, Father Rich Kunst. Yes. Um, so those two have had a show for a while and do a great job there in Duluth, and it's great to be kind of joining the, the, the Real Presence Radio team. Uh, Father Ryan's been kind of telling me, I need to have a show, and I keep saying no, 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 and and finally, we're doing it, and it's great to actually be on live radio and, and to kind of talk a little bit about what's going on uh, here in the Iron Range and throughout the Diocese of Duluth. And we do have a question from a listener, not on the phone, but I uh, sent in a question, and uh, I'll let you take that, Father. Yeah, so someone, someone wrote in and said, Duluth has a very young presbyterate. Can you speak to the beauty of the youth of the priesthood and the great things that are happening as a result? 
Um, you know, it's something like Father Nick is, is working hard at, at restoring the sanctuary and kind of bringing back a communion rail and these sorts of things, and this gets people excited, and um, all these new things that some of the young priests are doing. And um, I, One of the things that I love about being a priest in the Diocese of Duluth, and this is hard to admit in some ways, but I'm 41 years old, and there's probably 20 priests younger than me in the Diocese of Duluth. Um, that's incredible. Um, that we have such a small rural diocese and we have so many young, um, vibrant priests, priests that love their people, that love the church. Um, and there's a great camaraderie amongst us. We're all a little different. We all have different personalities, um, but God's called us all by name and we're all together in that process. Um, so it's, it's, it's a great gift um, that we have that here in the diocese. And I think we all support one another. And you've got someone like Father Nick who has, has this desire to, to, to bring about this beautiful liturgy and, and, and to bring that out in the church. And, and then you have other people, you know, Father Anthony's working in the marriage and family life and trying to trying to help the families of our diocese and and I, I'm kind of like trying to bring about life here in the parish and we just brought 80 kids out on a missions trip and, and 80 high school kids and there's great things going on there and we could go on and on about all the little charisms amongst the young priests and the most important thing is that we're all praying for each other and that all of us just use the gifts that God has given us to build up the body of Christ. Um, it's, it's, it's just a remarkable thing and we need to keep praying for more priests. Uh, that's, that's another thing that I, I, we, we need to really keep praying that vocations prayer um, and I hope this, this new push of young priests might inspire other men to say yes to the call. Um, to continue to revitalize the church in northeastern Minnesota. We are so blessed, and I don't know if we always realize that. Um, we are gifted. Um, support your priests. Pray for your priests. And there really are some great things happening. This is Real Presence Radio Live. This program is uh, called Straight Talk with Father Brandon. I'm your host, Mark Cheney, And our number to call in today is 877-795-0122. Our programming today on Real Presence Radio coming to you live from... Virginia, Virginia, Minnesota. We are here, and uh, we are here at Holy Spirit Church in Virginia. We're part of the Diocese in Duluth. And uh, again, for those of our listeners that are outside of the greater northeastern Minnesota area, because um, we have stations all over, <laughs> we are about uh, about an hour, an hour and a half north of Duluth, Minnesota. So we're up on Minnesota's Iron Range. Um, and it's great to be here. It's a glorious day. The sun is shining. We have been very blessed with our, our day here to be broadcasting and coming to you live on Real Presence Radio. It's Straight Talk with Father Brandon. And uh, again, the number, 877-795-0122. You can also reach us out on Facebook and uh, that social media platform. We would encourage you to do so. Yeah, you know, I think if anybody else is out there, you know, send us a little question or give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Um, it's always good to know there's people out there listening uh, and just anything. Just throw it out there. We'd love to have a conversation. Um, it's a great, great joy to be here on, on, on air with all of you. Um, this is Mark and I's first, first shot at this. Um, we're hoping to do this a little more regularly. Um, and it's a great opportunity for us to have live radio here on the Iron Range. Uh, you know, Mark, uh, one of the things that, you know, we could kind of talk about is, is just talk a little bit about, like, what does is, what is getting involved in a parish look like? You know, I know you've had your own journey of faith and, and you've been involved in some parishes and you've gotten involved here and sometimes you can be really involved, sometimes you can't and there's some things that draw you in and some things that maybe just don't seem like they're for you. Um, but do you want to maybe just kind of just share briefly just like how have you found um, the parish benefiting you and what sort of things have really helped you in your faith life? Well, uh, to start with, that's a very good question. To start with, I think it's a very personal and very intimate relationship. Um, and sometimes we're a bit timid and shy to come in, depending upon where our walk is with the Lord. Um, 
my walk has been a rough walk. Um, as a young as a young man in my my late twenties, I had strayed away from the church, and had uh, gone through a, a, a marriage that didn't work out so well. And uh, so, with that, it wound up in a divorce situation. So now, then, you know, as being a Catholic and divorce, that's kind of a taboo, so it's to tough. speak. Yeah. And it's a tough. You don't want to come in. You don't want to, but yet you don't want to be alone. And uh, that that feeling is kind of frightful, yeah. And uh, and uh, it kind of hurts, yeah. But yet, when you come back to being grounded, right. what I like to call grounded, um, and you get your feet back on the ground, yeah, and you feel welcome and encouraged, yes. And you find that right niche, yeah. and it, it's incredible. Yeah. It really is. It's incredible to to come back in. It's, it's, great, it's great to see Mark. Like Mark's shown some emotion here, and it's, it's so beautiful. Like it goes back to what Dan was talking about earlier today. That that everybody has their journey, and, and there's suffering, and, and it could be it could be failed marriages, it could be struggles with your children, it could be death in the family, it could be unemployment, like mental illness. There's so much out there that that sometimes we can be so overwhelmed, and then we start wondering like. Where do I fit into this church? Like my life's a mess, and and but we have to remember that the, the, the church isn't a place for for all just saints. It's for sinners too, and for for the broken. And it's so beautiful for me. You're not here seeing this, but but Mark, you can see the emotion in him that that he suffered. But yet, man, this guy's here for our RCIA classes, and he's here for our Alpha program. And I see him here at Mass, and he he's persevered through that suffering. And that's the resurrected Christ living in this guy next to me. Um, and it's a beautiful gift. And we all have our own journeys. Yeah. I mean, this is just briefly part of my little journey, but, and we all have different spots where we're, you know, at that walk with, with the Lord and we have different crosses to bear and everything is different and everything is complex and uh, certainly you want to feel welcome and I certainly feel welcome here and uh, it, it's just a joy to be here. Yeah, Mark, looking back, you know, since we've got to know each other over the last five years, I know you've been involved in a lot of things. Is there one thing in specifically that you think about um, here since you've been involved in the parish that, that has, had a, has had the most impact on you um, is there, or something that you look back at? Man, I'm really glad I was part of that, like that helped me in my faith journey. Um, wow, that's, that, that, that's kind of wide open. Yeah. Um, just the welcomeness, the, the love, the support, the encouragement. Um, and you, 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 once you get that love or receive that love, that gift, it kind of moves the Holy Spirit inside of you, and uh, it, it starts to soften that hardened heart, and uh, it, it, it really puts a different light on things. Yeah, it's so good. I, 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 it's that, that relational component, like there's that relationship with the Lord, and He challenges us, He calls us on to truth, and that we have to try to live that, uh, but yet we fail sometimes, and then to have a church that, that's, that's willing to, to journey with you through that suffering. And through that joy, that we as priests are willing to journey with you out there, you know, and, and to say, hey, come on, let's talk this out. Let's, how do we, how do we like unbind the things that, 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 that just bind you in some ways? And, and how do we bring hope and joy? And that can come from as simple things, my friends. Like when you're at Mass, you welcome somebody, you greet them. You don't know what someone's faced that morning, and you see them at Mass, and like just check in with them, and, and how are you doing? And, and we have to have coffee and donuts after Mass, and sometimes people are like, oh yeah, the coffee and donuts. But that's it, it gotta be intentional. 
traditional. It's not just to eat donuts. It's like, how do you check in with people? And, 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 and maybe even like, I always, I try here at my parish to model this, and I always envision, I wish more parishes would do this. When you're sitting at coffee and donuts and someone says they had a struggle during the week, stop and pray with them. Like, don't just say, I'll pray for you. Like, pray with them right there on the spot. Could you imagine if after Mass, people were just randomly just praying with each other? Some people look at you like you're crazy, but that's the gospel. That's evangelization. And, and here at our parish, we're working so hard to create that sense of hospitality, that sense of truth, that there's beauty in the liturgy. There's also beauty in the foyer. <laughs> and and that, both those things happen. That is exactly what our Straight Talk program is about this morning here on Real Presence Radio. We would like to hear from you. If you've got something on your mind, a question, maybe a, a prayer concern, something that's troubling you, it really doesn't matter where we're at. We'd like to see where you're at. Um, give us a call. It's Straight Talk at 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. Mark, we got someone, Nancy, on Facebook. She must be someone that you know. Um, she said, Mark, so beautiful to hear your testimony. How is Bruno doing? Bruno is my youngest son. Bruno is doing very well. Thank you for asking. Uh, Bruno is living in Duluth. He has graduated from the University of Minnesota Duluth, and uh, we see him often. Uh, the question, uh, the statement says, I think of him often. Father Brandon, what a blessing. You are to me at the at the diocesan teacher, teacher retreat, okay. and you're doing great things for God. Well, well I, I thank you for that comment, Nancy. That's that's awesome to hear. Uh, yeah, Bruno and uh, my other boy Max is doing quite well. Max is over by Fargo. Bruno's in the Duluth area. Yeah, Nancy, just a quick shout out to you. Like, thank you for teaching in Catholic schools. Um, that is such a sacrifice, and I just want a big shout out to all of our Catholic school teachers. Like, you inspire me as a priest. The way you sacrifice, the way you give up yourself to to like teach the faith and to form our young people. Um, like, we need you, Catholic school teachers, and we're blessed in our diocese with so many great Catholic schools. Uh, here we've got Marquette School on the Iron Range. Um, we're growing. We're adding a 7th and 8th grade. Um, we just got a new principal. Um, and there's just this beautiful thing happening in Catholic education. So I appreciate you checking in and I thank you for all that you do. No, I pray for you and all of our Catholic school teachers so often. Um, Catholic education is so important for us. Um, and, I, and I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to meet you on that, that diocesan retreat and to kind of lead you in some time of prayer and reflection. And I'm glad it's still having an impact on your life. Um, what a gift. And uh, keep praying for me, and remember, we're in this journey together. And thank you for the note. Ben, on Facebook, what gives you the most hope in our church today? Oh, oh, oh. That's, a, that's a great question. Um, I, I think that the thing that gives me the most hope right now um, is that, and it's, it's an interesting thing, like, I, get, I think this is what I want to say is this, is that I think on the outside, people looking in think the church is a disaster. Okay, like if you were to watch the news and read blogs and get caught up in that whole secular world, like even people that are really involved at the parish are like, what is going on? And the, but, but the reality is the church is under a little bit of attack and uh, there's, there's struggles and there's challenges. But from my perspective, there is incredible renewal taking place in the church. And if we look at the history of the church where the greatest suffering took place, the greatest renewal happened. And we have to remember, despite the sufferings and the human failures of the church, there is beauty taking place. Um, some incredible things happening. Uh, just last week, um, I was at a conference with 2,000 high school students. And I had 
80, 80 of us from our parish there. And man, the church is alive. Evangelization is happening. And hearts are being changed. And, and families are coming to the Lord. So I think what gives me hope is, is like things like seminaries are filling up. And, and there's these great evangelizers in our country that are, are traveling the country and sharing the faith. And people are responding. And we have to make sure that we keep our eyes focused on Christ and the renewal that's happening and not bury our head in the sand. There's still ugliness. There's still suffering. But again, back to our theme today. All right, back to our theme that even the church has to face the scourging at the pillar. The church has to face the Garden of Gethsemane. The church has to face the crucified Christ. But there's always the resurrection that's there. And even in the suffering, God is bringing about a great renewal. And my brothers and sisters, rejoice and be glad. There are beautiful things happening in the Catholic Church. Amen. Amen. Uh, Another one from Facebook, a nice social uh, media platform, Steph Lee. You got that? Yeah, so what do we got here? So we've got... uh, Steph, just, she, she writes in, just want to say hello to Father Brandon and Father Ryan um, from Arizona. I usually listen to Patrick Madrid right now. Oh, boy. Now you're listening to Father Brandon and Mark. Not good news. Um, but he's <laughs> going to be on the back burner this hour. Oh, sorry, Patrick. Uh, love you, and we'll pray for you. Please pray for me, Stephanie, which is actually, oh, Stephanie, ha, ha, my cousin. Um, is your adoration going to be 24 hours, she says. Adoration has changed my life. Oh my gosh, like, now Mark, now it's my turn to cry here. All right. Um, so, my cousin Stephanie, oh man, I love you, Steph, if you're out there. Um, Stephanie's another person that's had an incredible journey, a journey of great suffering. Uh, but man, it's been so much fun seeing my cousin come to know Jesus and the gift of the Catholic Church. Um, even as I'm thinking about this, I'm going to get her online sometime to share her, share her story. Um, about two years ago, she sent me this beautiful, beautiful message out of nowhere about how she encountered the Lord um, in the Sacrament of Reconciliation and came back to the Lord. Um, and it's so great to hear from you, Steph. Um, and uh, I'm so inspired by you. And uh, I keep praying that you'll continue your journey and allow the Lord continue to heal and bring about great renewal in your life. Um, here at our parish, Steph, um, in adoration, uh, we right now um, have adoration on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, and also on Wednesday evenings uh, from 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. Uh, but one of the things that we're going to begin in this fall, um, this is kind of my first official announcement, actually, if any parishioners are out there listening, um, starting, starting in September, we are going to uh, be having 24 adoration, hopefully 24-hour adoration starting Monday morning all the way until Wednesday night. So we're going to do three days of perpetual adoration. If this is my, uh, again, as Father Ryan talked about, like, how do we do this? I'm going to my parish this fall and say, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's step it up. Um, and I think a good father challenges his kids. And that's the invite. That's yeah, the invitation. That's exactly and it. That, that's what we need to get that started. Yeah, and people come to me like, Father, I can't make it between 8 and 9, you know, and, and, and people would want to come in the evening or early in the morning. So we're going to start working towards 24 hours, and we're going to... We're going to do that Monday uh, through Wednesdays. Um, and if that starts going really well, then we'll add Thursday and Friday after that. So I'm hoping over the course of the next couple of years, we'll get to a full-time perpetual adoration chapel. We're a, we're a fairly small parish, so it's a little bit of work, um, but there's a great renewal and great beautiful things happening. And I, the more people get before the Lord, um, the, the better. So I appreciate you. You kind of you threw the softball to me um, that we're going to be getting perpetual adoration here at our parish um, starting this fall. This is Straight Talk on Real Presence Radio Live, our number 877. 877- Seven seven nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. That is our phone number to call in. Just a couple of minutes left for callers to call in this morning and share what's on your mind. Yeah, Mark, I've got I've got one more question that just came in, and the question is, Father, so. 
So, so many people have children who have left the Catholic faith. Could you please expound on the most powerful prayer in the church, the Mass? People could go to one extra Mass a week for their children and have 30 minutes of powerful grace. What a beautiful question. Um, I think one of the most painful things for very faithful parents to go through is children leaving the faith. It's really difficult. That's a hard thing. Like, how do you find hope in the midst of that? And, 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 and it's, it's very difficult. I, it, it, it's a battle. And I appreciate this, this question because we have to remember that there is so much power in the Mass. The prayers of the Mass, it's the most powerful prayer on earth. And, and to come to Mass on weekends and, and maybe come to a daily Mass once a week, and like when that priest is lifting up the body and blood of the Lord, you put your children right on that altar and you lift them up to the Lord. You have to remember, you can't control it. Like, and you have to let go. You have to let go of your children and give them back to the Lord. And the Mass is the most beautiful place to do that. Heaven and earth kiss. And this is the opportunity for you just to allow the Lord to take your children and to trust in that. And a word of encouragement, generally speaking, moms and dads, it's someone other than you that bring your kids back to the church. You have to be the prayer warriors and pray that the right people come to their lives. And it's hard because we want to control our kids and we want to like figure it all out for them. And that's the natural instinct of a mother and a father. I feel like that sometimes as father in my parish. People come to me with battles and I want to fix them all and I want to make it all perfect for them, but I can't. Like, like God is our ultimate father and we got to let him do that. And so my encouragement is that the mass parents and grandparents, you come there to pray that you have the grace to let go and trust the Lord. They, your kids and your children might suffer crazy, you know, but you got to let the Lord be in the midst of that. And you have to trust that. Um, and, and so the mass is the place where you let it go. You trust the Lord. You give your kids back to God as we offer the great gift of the Eucharist. Amen. Amen. This is Straight Talk. Straight Talk. And we are just about out of time. But one more quick comment from Facebook, Marge and Facebook. Father Brandon and Mark, it is so great to be able to listen to you on Straight Talk this morning. What a great way to start my day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your comment on Facebook. We appreciate that yeah, so much. Marge, glad you're listening. I know you're one of our, our, our faithful people here at the church. And I know you're out there in Brit on Sand Lake, probably enjoying the beauty of northern Minnesota. Um, but listening to us here. Uh, and it's great to uh, just have you listening. Pray for us. I'm praying for you. And Marge was just here yesterday and her grandparents grandchild uh, came in and registered at Marquette School. Brand new family here, um, and I'm excited to March's family here at Marquette School um, this year. And thanks to all those who called in on Straight Talk this morning and even wrote the questions down at Facebook. And uh, yeah, let's see. Okay, one more question. Walt, how can you abandon yourself to God when there are inner thoughts and fires you Wanting to hold wanting back. back. Yeah, oh, great question, Walt. Very you know, good I, question. I think everybody has this sense of like things are holding us back, and we have these thoughts, and we have these emotions, and 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 this, there's this like these fires and these battles we're facing. And and I always tell people when we exercise, there's resistance. If we're doing, if we're lifting good weights, there's resistance. And where there's a resistance, muscles are being built. And so we have to remember where there's resistance in our spiritual life. There's these battles. There's these fires. There's spiritual muscles being built. Okay. And so Walt, remember, you don't have to avoid those things. You just have to push into them and let the Lord help you enter into that stuff. Um, and where there's that resistance, you're going to build up some good spiritual muscles. So don't try to remove it. Remember the Lord is teaching you something in the midst of all that. I'm praying for you, brother. Whatever you're facing, whatever's going on, and anybody out there that has that resistance, um, God is with you. It's great to have you here at Unreal Presence Live. Um, God bless you. We're going to go to break, and we look forward to having you back. <laughs> 